So, welcome to the inaugural episode of the Christian Audiobook Review. Um, I'm really excited to get this show off the ground. I suppose before we get into the meat of the podcast episodes, uh, what I'd like to do is just kind of explain my own personal journey with discovering the world of uh, Christian audiobooks. So, I grew up mainly in the 90s. And in the 90s, we didn't have smartphones. Um, We barely had CDs. I can still remember using tapes a lot. And my first encounter with audiobooks in general was when we'd go on vacation. We'd have to drive, you know, uh, we'd have to cross several state lines. And again, this is in an era before smartphones, before tablets. You actually got bored in a car. Uh, I think those days are basically over. But anyway. Um, the first audiobook I ever heard at length was John Grisham's The Rainmaker. And, you know, that was a highly technical thing. You had to get the right tape in because it was tapes. It wasn't even CDs at that point. And you had to, you know, it was, you had to bring your own case of it because these things were just so bulky. And he had to flip the right size and make sure it was rewound. And it was just a big hassle. And, you know, I don't remember ever owning audiobooks. It was always you borrow them from the library and return them. So that was basically my only encounter with them growing up. And then I think I got a audio New Testament in high school. And that was pretty cool. I still remember listening to it in my CD player. Um, going to and from school, high school. And I think I took those with me into college, but I think that I lost the CDs at some point or they got scratched or, you know, the whole deal. Fast forward to right before... No, it was the summer after we had our first child that I first tried out Audible and, you know, because they'd been running ads like crazy and I thought, hey, I'll give this a shot because, you know, with their promotion, you get a free audiobook and you get to keep it just for trying. So uh, the first audiobook we downloaded was, I think, a James Dobson book about parenting uh, because we were, my wife and I, we were going on a trip Uh, to Glacier National Park in Montana. We lived in Tacoma, Washington at the time. And, you know, we listened to it together, and it was a very uh, community-oriented event. It wasn't just me and an audiobook. So fast forward to 2015, and I'm an international worker. Uh, I'm... I don't know how many people are going to hear this, so it begins with an M and ends in Ishinary. So, um, I remember as we were getting ready to go to the field, uh, my boss said, hey, give audio Bibles a try. And I did, 
and I think the first audio Bible I actually downloaded was um, Johnny Cash reading the New Testament, and from that point on, I was I was really hooked. And what I began to discover is that uh, audio Bibles, audiobooks in general, and audio Bibles in particular, became a very sustainable way in the midst of a hectic schedule trying to get ready to move overseas. You know, we had three kids at that point, so you can imagine, you know, three young kids, babies at that point. So we were sleep deprived and, you know, the whole getting up in the morning just wasn't working. And so that's when I started audiobooks. And in 2015 alone, my library went from like two audiobooks to 27. So it escalated pretty quickly. In 2016, I added 61 more titles. In 2017, 31 more titles. Slowed down a bit in 2018, uh, added five titles. And then in 2019, I added 13 for a total of 140 titles in my uh, audiobook library. So it's, you know, it's it's something. Um and it's mainly consisting of Bibles, Christian classic, classic literature like Shakespeare and Homer and Virgil. Um, I downloaded a lot of the great courses. Um, and listening to audiobooks had such an impact on me and such a positive uh, effect on my accessibility to good books, even during... A lot of transitions, and we've had a lot of health problems in my family. Um, so much so that I decided to record, I guess you'd call them some mini audiobooks of my own. Um, I, uh, I started recording old sermons of Charles Haddon Spurgeon because uh, what I saw was that this is an untapped reserve. That you know, if you think about a sermon, it's it demands to be listened to, and reading a sermon versus hearing a sermon are two very different things. And so, I was like, "Hey, um, I want to make a podcast. I would like to listen to," and I'm still doing that. But as I looked at kind of my interests and passions, um. I think there's I think we're we're entering really the prime of audiobooks. You know, if you think about audiobooks now versus audiobooks 20 years ago, now you can buy it. Um you can buy an audiobook and have it ready instantly. And it takes up no, it could take up no physical space. You don't have to lug around CDs or tapes. You don't have to rewind anything. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I think it's coming into its own. And I think the medium is, I think we're just beginning to see it flourish. And these days, you know, if there's a major book that's published, you know, we'll have an audio a company and uh, an audiobook accompany it. So here's a little bit about why I like using audiobooks in particular. I, I and I've already mentioned this. I don't think you can get over the convenience of it. It is just super convenient. It's more convenient now than it ever has been. 
And so, again, that was why I was first drawn to it, because if I didn't have the time to sit down and read the Bible, I could at least listen to the Bible. Uh, Because at this season in my life, that is what works. And I would rather listen to the Bible than not uh, have any Bible intake at all, if if I have these choices. Um, and once I started using it, I realized how engaging it was. Listening to these scriptures, to these stories. I, I'm, I'm going to talk about audio Bibles in, in particular right now, although this applies to any um, Christian book, or any book in particular. But I just, it engaged me in a whole new level. and. So I finished, I think I finished more audiobooks than, like, reading actual books um, on certain years, just because of the convenience of it and also how it engaged me in a level that I had never been before. I had always just been adamant about books, 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 books. They have to be read, have to be read. But when certain things in my life began to change and my love for books, my love for learning, didn't stop, I had to figure out a way to make it work. And so audiobooks were the answer. Um, it's just enjoyable. Certain things are just meant to be heard. And sometimes in our uh, very literate orientation, we forget what it's like to just listen. And it's really enjoyable. I think that in our short, attention span society. You know, I don't know the statistics if people are reading less, but certainly on a on a daily basis, the things that an average person is reading is not doesn't demand a whole lot of attention. At least that's the way that a lot of things are being written these days. And what I enjoy about an audiobook in particular is it demands a lot of my attention. And, um, yeah, so it's just enjoyable. It recalls, it also recalls an ancient practice. Christians throughout millennia, more Christians have listened to the word than they have read the word, if you, just in sheer time span. Um, people throughout most of church history have heard the word from the parish priest on Sunday, because they couldn't read Latin, um, than they sat down with their own personal Bibles and read it, because it wasn't until uh, the invention of the movable type by Gutenberg and the, the advent of the printing press, did you really, and even, you know, it wasn't until years afterwards that people started to have their own personal Bibles. That is a relatively recent phenomenon. And it's a wonderful thing. But the thing that we have to remember is these scriptures, um, even if, let's say, you have an epistle, like um, something Paul would have wrote. You know, at the end of Colossians, he says, make sure this letter is read in the churches. Um, This is an event. And so hearing the word, hearing books, it recalls something that um, 
humans have been hearing stories and listening to stories for a longer period of time than they've been reading stories. And a reading is essentially a solitary event, right? Um, only I can read to myself. But if I voice the words, it suddenly becomes a community event. There's a, a speaker and there is a listener. And so it recalls an ancient practice. I think it speaks to the inherent um, community, or rather community-oriented nature of our faith. It is something that cannot be practiced in isolation. So it just recalls that earlier practice of you, you listen to the word, you didn't read the word. Not that there's anything wrong with reading, of course not. It just, uh, I think it puts us in touch with our roots. Audiobooks are more affordable than ever, or they're low cost. You can either get them free you know, through your library, either you physically check them out, or now they've gotten down it down so good through the the Libby app, L I B B Y, that you check it out and you you can listen to it immediately if it's available. So even if you don't have the money for it, you can still check it out. So, but let's say you even are willing to fork over the dough for it, um, because you're not, at least I'd assume most people are not buying the physical CDs uh, or MP3s or whatever, um, it's very low cost uh, compared to what it has been. Uh, and so it's, it's just much more accessible. It also, you know, I guess in addition, it involves other senses. We're not just involving uh, the eyes and the brain. It actually involves the ears. And when you're learning something, any, any time that you can involve another sense helps you learn it better. Um, some, some other considerations, you know, I don't think that you can ignore or deny in the Bible the emphasis on hearing the word, listening to the word. Um, Again, most people throughout history um, were not literate. They had to be read to. And so, with that in mind, you know, early Christian communities, they were centered around listening to the Word. They heard it. They did not read it. Most of them heard it. They did not read it. Um. And, and so I think when we put ourselves in, in those positions, we, I think we get into touch. You know, suddenly it's not this um, atomistic um, thing where we're just looking at one verse. You know, listening to the Word, you're typically listening to more than just one verse. You're typically listening to a chapter or a whole section. And so I think it naturally lends itself to getting the context. And so what I, what I love about using audio Bibles in particular is it doesn't really come packaged in one verse. It's typically a chapter or a section or a story or a book. And so it lends itself to not just tearing the scriptures out of context. I also think it helps us to remember better the word. 
uh, if we hear it, um, many of us can remember it better. And we get to, I think when we hear it, when we hear the word in particular, I think we're able to imagine and experience the story better than if we just read it. Um, it just recalls things that we did when we were children, and our imagination was had no limits. And so I think we're just tapping into um, that skill that we had naturally when we were kids, but when we got older, um, it, it just it became something that we had to work for. So I think when we listen to a story, I think it, it tends to free us. If, if, if we can sit still for long enough, I think it tends to free us a little better. So if you want to say, hey, you know, I'm uh, interested in, in, in starting this, you know, you can download, I know, the version, the Bible app, and all of their audio Bibles are free. So, uh, uh, so many of the, the Bible versions that they have offer a companion audio Bible. So just check it out. Just try it. Uh, it's free. I've already mentioned the Audible trial. I'll, I'm sure one of these days I'll get them to sponsor the podcast. But um, you can try an audiobook for free um, uh, through Audible. Also, Bible.is uh, is also another website and app. You can sign up and you can download a complete audio Bible for free. So check that out. Also, the Libby app, L-I-B-B-Y, if you have a local library card, most likely, you can check it out, and you can check out audiobooks there. And um, I own so many audio Bibles, I haven't even seen if you can check out audio Bibles there. But, you know, it, it's just, it's, there's no excuse if you say, well, you know, what's the big deal? Why can't I try it? You know, it's incredibly easy to try. So just give it a shot, and, you know, if it interests you, hopefully you will join us for some other conversations about um, audiobooks in particular, audio Bibles, about audio Bible apps, about um, just the advantages and the benefits of tapping into this medium. So just some ideas you know, if, if you're a young parent like me, or if, you're, if you just find yourself scrapped for time, you know, you can listen, you know, think about anything you do that doesn't demand any sort of mind, um, doesn't really demand attention. So I'm thinking about doing the dishes, you know, folding laundry, or, you know, sometimes I can't fold laundry unless I'm focused on laundry, but anyway, um, exercise, even like right before you fall asleep, right before you fall asleep, in the shower, feeding your baby, in the car, on the commute, on the train, on the bus, whatever. You know, these are moments you can redeem. You say, if I'm not going to uh, sit down and read something, I can listen to something. And audiobooks are a great way. So just check it out. And I hope to see you uh, on a future episode where we dig a little deeper into these things. and. Hopefully, uh, as somebody who's um, checked out a lot of these resources, I hope it will be an asset to you as 
you just seek to learn and follow God and say, I'm not going to stop learning in my life, even though um, my time might look different. I might just be in a different season of life. Um, it's, it's a wonderful tool to have, and I hope you'll join us.